Hello folks, how y'all doing? Welcome to the 18th installment of Black Pro Vice Talk Radio. The number one gangster station in the podcast nation. They got the Indians doing the Watusi on the plantations all across North America. And if you don't believe so, ask my homeboy, G.J. Strongbow. He'll tell you, man, you know, I cover story this evening. From the 18th of bitching. This is the 18th episode, 18th installment of Black Pro Vice Talk Radio. Our cover story this evening is Hip Hop Saved My Life. It damn sure did, and it saved a lot of my friends' lives too that followed me into the world of hip hop. Some of us did better than others, but the point is, hip hop saved my life. Let's go right to it, you know, because, um, I started out running around in the streets, you know, break dancing, you know, carrying speakers first, carrying speakers and carrying records, watching the other cats in the neighborhood coming up, you know, doing their thing. And I was like really getting tired of dancing, but um, MCing was the way to go. A lot of people were becoming MCs overnight. They were becoming instant celebrities, <laughs> real talk, you know, and um. I was doing spray painting. I would go to the yards, me, Skip LaRock and us, tagged down in 170th Street Station, going to tunnels with the fat markers. But I wanted to move up. I was always a part of the hip-hop community. I started out dancing, you know, started out as a dancer. And then, you know, as time went on, I moved into graffiti. But before that, I was carrying speakers. Carrying speakers like everybody else, you know, watching... The equipment gets set up, watching the big boys, well, they were big boys to me then, because MCing was new to me, you know, like I said, and um, my homie KG lived down the block, you know, and he was always harmonizing, doing his thing, and, you know, I seen how the girls reacted, you know, how they acted to King, reacted to King LeBrew and a lot of other people, it was so many MCs, man, a lot of them wasn't even real MCs, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of them was fuddy-duddy, but... They just got into the game for the, for the clientele and the women. But I wanted to get into the game to excel, to be respected and known as a lyricist, you know. And I, I got in the game because I was doing a lot of other things, running wild in the streets, sniffing coke, you know, um, doing little little robberies and stuff, you know, break-ins and shit like that. I'm not proud to admit it, but uh, hip-hop really took me away from that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Hip-hop took me away from all of that Because once I got formatted and got in the game And I started learning the formats of being an MC, It was no turning back I, I like what I saw <laughs> I ain't gonna lie You know Me and KG would be up in the hallway He lived up the block for me KG, his name was MC Artfello back then Before he became KG But he was always rhyming KG was always rhyming, man You know, I think he was he was born to be great at it. He was always rhyming, you know. And then I would come up the block. We all hung up the block by 1546. So what happened? We were standing in the festival. And somebody would beat, be the beat on the wall or the wood. And KG would like start rhyming. And he'd be like, yo, I was called Dynamite then, you know. But I, I um left that name, buried that name. Because um, after I got out of jail from doing my bid, you know, I wanted to reinvent myself. I want to, you know, go to the next level. In order to go to the next level, 
I had to leave that moniker alone and find something new. And even though it was marketable, but you know, I wanted to find something with my reinventing of my career. But um, you know, then he changed his name to KG, like I said though. And um he went to do an audition with the Cold Crush brothers, but um Tony Tone was starting something new, you know, and Charlie Chase before that he was had Little Black and Cisco and I think AZAD was the MCs before he started this new chapter reaching off into the hip hop. They call themselves the Cold Crush Four at first, before they became the Cold Crush Brothers, you know. But um, me, KG, and Shaquem went over there. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna hit you in a minute with that one because it's gonna go deep. But next, we got uh JT the bigger figure. Put your Mac hand down. This one is new, and you never heard this one before. We playing it right now for y'all on Black Pro Vice Chalk Radio. JT the bigger figure, put your Mac hand down. Taken from the Dwelling in the Lab album, a classic album. Check it out now. How far would you take it? How far would you go? How far would it be before you let them players know? Do or die, you reply, think before you speak. Cause the wrong attitude will get you laid out in the street. I'm not flexing, no need for your fifth and wesson. The conversation for the station for the times that you be facing. So put yourself in place before I have to lay your boots. All my homie rats, cause I had to pull you by the roots. So think twice and be nice, and that's the way it goes in. Get yourself prepared for the storm before it rolls in. And everything will be alright So put your Mac hand down Until it's time to strike I put it down Player, put your Mac hand down If you represent your town, man Then you gotta put it down Player, put your Mac hand down And stay away from perpetrators And them Buster Browns I turn my back This is their one chance for hope They use the red beam To burn away the gold Yeah, GLP And everybody heard this 1995 on the player Haters nervous Someone tried to bite Who can be this trite Know it got them well, I'm in the lab every night, but uh, I don't be tripping cause I know they try to ruin because they see me doing the game that they was doing. If they break, they broke, but don't choke off a simple fact. Game is dick up in the motors while we hear the yak. Dedicated to this game, I speak, but I meditated and I came with him. So I smash my mouth and then I can't say please. Give me the microphone and let me stack my G's. Moved on up to bigger things, and then I bring the bang. I let the mobile bang, so let the feet swing in the Guts of the motel With the hustles and the players like the throw down In the middle of the night Cause we game tight For the 1995 man it's time to strike I put it down Player put your Mac hand down If you represent your town mine Then you gotta put it down Player put your Mac hand down And stay away from perpetrators And them Buster Browns I put it down Player put your Mac hand down If you represent your town mine Then you gotta put it down Player put your Mac hand down And stay away from perpetrators Put your Mac in down. Put your Mac in Yeah. I, 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 I
that's a classic album right there. You know, JT always come tight. But anyway, back to our cover story. Hip hop saved my life. We all will briefing you on how KG came and got me and Shaquem and took us over to Charlie Chase house. They were starting something new, the Cold Crush Brothers. Tony Tone and Charlie Chase somehow merged and was going to start something new. Because Charlie Chase was already doing his thing, you know, before he merged with Tony Tone. With uh, Little Black, uh, Mr. T-Bone, and Cisco. You know, Cisco was in Beat Street, if you remember. You saw him on stage rhyming on Beat Street, the one with the hazel eyes. He was down with Charlie Chase. But anyway, we went over there, me, him, and Shaquem, and they, they gave us all three a chance to rhyme. But I thought it was more than one person. That was, it was more than one spot. It was only one spot. Because Kaz was already down. His man JDL was with him. And AD was already down. So, you know, Tone, um, um, Charlie Chase was going to merge him into the Cold Crush fold. So it was only one spot. So me, Shaquem, and Almighty KG, we, we rhymed our asses off, you know. And at the end of the day, it was probably about six, seven hours we was in the audition. Maybe something around it. It was a long time. And Charlie Chase said, well, we made our decision, and um, we're going to go with um, KG. Well, you know, I was a little disappointed, but it didn't stop me because I know God had a plan for me, you know, so I kept going. Like I said, you know, it took me out of the streets. Even though I was still dipping and dabbling in the streets, hip-hop gradually took me away from the streets. You know, I really started getting into my craft and perfecting my craft, you know. And I moved on. Shaquem, he went on and did his thing. But uh, like I said, he got locked up. You know, he got caught up in a robbery. You know, a local robbery in the ghetto. And when he came home, I bumped into him years later. When I was really doing my thing, you know, moving up slowly but surely. He told me he wasn't he wasn't interested in, um, you know, being an MC no more. KG went on with the Cold Crush Brothers, you know, to do his thing. And, you know. Like I said, I rocked the independent circuit like independent wrestlers. You know, I knew a lot of promoters and I knew a lot of DJs like Cisco and Buckle. I teamed up with Cisco and Buckle. And, you know, we did a lot of, we put in a lot of work together. And a lot of other DJs, Top Secret, God bless the dead, DJ Top Secret. He was a real, real tight cat with the turntables, but he passed away. God bless him. Got killed by his own cousin. And um, Mysterio. Another cat that I um, came up with that was doing their thing, he showed me a little clip in the paper, you know, and that really woke me up like it was real out here. I had to make up my mind, you're going to either MC and, and perfect your craft, or you're going to run around dibbling, dabbling in the streets, doing all this crazy stuff, and, you know, God forbid, you know. So I really started um, taking hip-hop more seriously, and I really worked hard at stepping my game up, you know what I mean? I worked it hard. I had to do what I had to do, man, because like I said, you know, a lot of cats came in off the streets, you know, before they made it big. MC Shan, uh, you know, Big Daddy Kane, a lot of the Queensbridge boys, same thing. A lot of them came up off the streets, and they really, really got serious with their hip-hop, you know. They really got serious with their hip-hop. That, that was one of the greatest things you could do, man, because like I said, man, the streets was wild, man. There was a lot of danger in the streets and stuff. And like I said, you know, gradually I started moving towards, um, you know, learning how to write in song verse through my man Funkmaster Wiz, you know. He showed me some tricks of the trade, and I, I took that and I ran with it, you know. I really did. 
And I like to thank Funkmaster Wiz, man. I always thank him because, like I said, when he came along and he discovered me and saw me at a concert rocking, he took a liking to me, man. And then, um, you know, from there, I just moved up, man. I just started moving up, you know. And I even reached back to help a few brothers, man. But like I said, a lot of cats, you know, they just dropped out the equation, man. They wanted to move on. Some of them went into selling drugs, you know, like I said, you know, some of them went on a little bit of this. Some of them went into a little bit of that. But I stayed down and dirty, man. Me, I stayed down and dirty. I stayed down and dirty, man. And I'm glad I did, man. Like I said, because um, hip-hop saved my life. Like I said, you know, the way things was going in the late 70s and the early 80s, man. And then when the drugs hit, oh, man, it was devastating when the drugs hit the ghettos, man. A lot of MCs became bums and became instant crackheads, man. Yeah, it's true. A lot of them became instant crackheads, man. Even though I was dibbling and dabbling with the coke and the weed and the beer and alcohol, I, I, I found the way to get myself up out of all of that, man. I figured if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this shit right, bro. You know? And I stopped getting high and using drugs and all that and running the streets, man, with hardcore cats. You know what I mean? Anyway, but coming up next... Uh, we got some black market for y'all. We got Mr. Doctor, Triple Beam, and we got my man's piece of PCO, Paper Chasing Organization. You know, and this is a tight track too, man. You know what I'm saying? Now this one is this one is called um, Total Lockdown. You heard it first right here on Black Pearl Vice Talk Radio, the number one gangster station in the podcast nation. Check it out, man. Yeah, you know about this nigga. Yeah, who only get blazed like we by the homies? Black market style like a key by the homies, nigga. Shit, nigga, Mr. Doctor in this motherfucker, we finna lock this bitch down based on the fact y'all niggas wasn't locking down shit anyway. It's realistic shit. Yo, cocaine, run that shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, visualize the ghetto child and the ghetto scene. The robbers stealing and killing was the only means for brains. Kept loaded, sizzling. Hallways by the bedside, the queen. Where this nigga's from, it's like everybody riding. Ain't no joking when he be out there with the pistol smoke. Cause when it comes to the paper, it's like everybody be phony. Don't know nothing. But what? Ride a job for a split. Don't know shit about love, cuz he ain't like that yet. Ask him who he is, his replies, nigga, I'm a thug. Nigga, what? Look like I was Hardest nigga supposedly Up on the block But shit started looking blurry G that night that he got shot Now everybody looking at him Like he was a back But really just another brother They getting choked up to the set So recognize nigga Acting hard won't get you far no more And he's full of I can't believe I just popped this fool Smashed him out of drop old school About a thousand bitches watching to make it worse I'm sitting on Stockton Everybody running It was raining Man I ain't never felt so much pressure One day in my life I wish I could get my shit on the dress Interesting message But I guess I got my stripes now But it ain't no fun Living that on the run lifestyle We used to invade hood like locusts And those stick kept me focused Fucking with the riches to the brokers The horse's blood to the locusts My realest niggas stayed the closest Game recognized true Hooked up with the market Signed a contract from paying my dues I thought it was cool to skip school and hang with niggas that act a fool Till I got locked up and socked up, a straight little nigga paying his dues Y'all know the rules, retaliation is a must, we kicked up dust Three weeks in a row wasn't a nigga that could say shit to us Nigga, we was meant to bust like soldiers, working the triple beam I told you, late night jookies, smoking on Doja in the candy green Nova Nigga, it ain't never over, as far as I'm concerned Till I'm broke, drunk, toe up, with no money to burn And you know I ain't gonna stop chasing that paper My nigga's PCO, 
like a dog. Now paper chases my lifestyle, so I do what I do to eat. Like loads of hounds in the underground, bound to the city streets. The chicken people about a minute. I'm in the rap game, but the funny part about it is I ain't tripping off the fame. Sit back and let me explain. Your daughter been in situations, hunted down by police stations. Investigations to my operations, trying to maintain my spot in the game. And reach the top, cause man, I keep running the roadblocks. And believe I feel the strain. So many twists up in this game a lot. Two to survive, but too many dreams born on real life. How you just time that I'm living upon this good green earth? To lay foundation for the paper chase is putting in work. Yeah, nigga, and that's chronic motherfucker. So realize some real shit. Black market own this motherfucker. We run this motherfucker. We the only motherfuckers. It's gonna stay that way for eternity, nigga. Black market, nigga. PCO, triple B, my niggas. And that's how we do this. This shit, nigga, Mr. Doctor, signing off. It's only the gangster shit. It's only the gangster shit. Yeah. Real tight track right there, man. Love that, man. That that that's that's gangster right there. That's 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 hard. That's that that should go hard. But anyway, um, back to our cover story. Hip hop saved my life. It was getting wild out there in the '80s, man. It was getting wild, you know. But a lot of cats were moving up in the world of hip hop, you know. And I wanted a piece of the action. I ain't gonna lie. I definitely wanted a piece of the action. Like I said, I teamed up with a lot of people on the um independent solo circuit, you know, because um the thing with the Cold Crush Brothers didn't work out. But I wasn't even tripping off of that because I knew I was a good MC, you know. I knew I was a good MC. I mean, some people got into the game for the girls, and I got into it to increase and step my game up as a lyricist, you know, by learning, watching what was going on with a lot of the other MCs. And in the process of doing that, I started moving away from a lot of things. Slowly. It, was, it wasn't a one, two, three process. It was slowly, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, as I moved up, like I said, through Funkmaster Wiz, I really shaped myself into a real artist more. I was more, I became more of an artist through um, dealing with Funkmaster Wiz. Funkmaster Wiz was real popular at the time. He had uh, Put That Head Out, Bellevue Patient. I stink because I'm funky. He had, a, he had a lot of joints that was getting played on the radio, radio rotation. Wiz should have been a millionaire, but like I said, man, you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't know some of the things he didn't know. Admin Fuchs from Tough City Records took advantage of that, you know, but that's all right, though, because Wiz doing good now, you know, and um, I help him out on his radio show. I help him out on his radio show. I'm on co-host of um, Blog Talk Radio slash Funkmaster Wiz show. It's every Monday night from 8 to 10 p.m. You know, and also on Black Plural Trash Talk TV, we just dropped some new episodes, all new. Uh, no lost episodes, no um, no reruns. You know, we had to do that because um, we were busy with the music videos, and that takes a lot of work. It's a lot of work getting the music videos done, you know what I mean, and, and, and putting in the work. But, um, we had to make time, and we had to come back to the other side, man. We definitely had to come back to the other side and... Give you some Black Pearl Trash Talk TV, all new. We shot we we shot some scenes last night from the Cosmic Slop Shop, and we um we posted them. We are gonna post one more tonight, and I, we we might produce some more new segments tonight. 
the thing is, you know, it's on and popping with um Black Pearl Trash Talk TV now. So we're going to start giving you new episodes. And um, we're going to also mix in a lot of the lost episodes that we found from the archives from the Black Pearl Vault we found. Found a lot of stuff, man, that we don't, we have forgot about or, you know, we was just busy doing other things. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, hip-hop saved my life in a lot of ways. Through the graffiti, um, through the breakdancing, you know, as I worked my way up the food chain. Hip-hop saved my life. Yes, it did. It really did because it took me out of the streets and it taught me a lot of discipline. It also taught me how to have a keen eye for haters and, 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 and shitty-ass, greasy niggas. You know, you're going to find a lot of that. In any um genre of entertainment, you won't have people like that that want to be around you. But they only want to be around you because they want to try to bring you down or criticize you. If they not, if, like I said, if they not supporting, they hating. That's that's the rule we go by. If you ain't supporting, you're hating. You know, so you know how that go. It goes with the equation, man. You know, when you're a real MC, you become disciplined. You know, you don't fool with everybody. Just like um, basketball players and college football players. They don't fool with everybody, man. You know? You got to watch the people that you got around you because a lot of people going to be jealous of you, man, because of your style and your preservation and the way you carry yourself, man. You know? They get mad, man. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers get mad. You know? You got to watch people, man. You really have to watch mm -hmm. people because everybody that smile with you, my father taught me, is not your friend. But I, I moved around. You know, like I said, I, I did all right, you know? I kept going. Once I hooked up with Wiz, and Wiz taught me how to write in song verse. A lot of the stuff that you hear is because of Wiz. Because I was a good MC, but Wiz was showing me how to take some of my material and format it. That's what he taught me, because he was already putting out songs and shit. Wiz was doing his thing. I like to thank Funkmaster Wiz a million times, man, because if it wasn't for him, wow, man. It's, like I said, it's no telling. There's no telling where I would have been at. A lot of my friends, you know, they got slaughtered in the streets. And some of them were good MCs, man. Some of them were real good MCs. They just got caught up, man. They got caught up, man. They were torn between the streets and they were torn between the studio, you know. And behind the scenes, you know, backstage, on the mic, backstage passes. They just totally wasted them. They had the talent, you know. And um, I kept going, like I said, man. My eyes got wide open, and I started learning how to groom myself, you know, as an artist, man, meaning who to be around, who to show love to, and who to give farming aid to. A lot of cats I cut, that cut their farming aid years ago, I don't fool with them. I just leave a lot of people alone, like I said, man, because um, if you ain't supporting, you hating. And hating comes with the territory. Any MC knows that. Any basketball player knows that. Any football player knows that. When you doing good, you know, and you happy, it breeds a lot of envy. So you have to be careful who you be around and what areas you, you know, you go in. These people, they know who you are, bro. A lot of them, you know, gonna like you. A lot of them are not gonna like you, you know. And I slowly started, the weed was the first thing to go with me. The weed, you know, I just stopped, you know. I got to a point in my career where I didn't even feel like that stuff was necessary anymore. But I was still fucking with the coke, and the alcohol, you know, I had to eventually leave everything alone. And I knew I was going to have to make a decision somewhere down the road, you know. And I think I made the right decisions because fast forward real quick, 
I'm clean. I don't do nothing now. Drink water, soda, little juice. But it wasn't an easy journey. And that really got me focused. Once I left everything alone and pushed it out by equation. The, the coke, the beer, the weed, you know, the sleazy women and stuff like that. I was able to focus and go to a higher level where I was dealing with quality women, you know. No more skeezers, and, you know what I'm saying, and chicken heads and thotalinas. Dot, dot, I had to leave, leave that alone because they always say it's better to have no hope than half of a hole. Because everything she do, she gonna half step. When she make love, she gonna half step. When she tell you a lie, she gonna tell you half of the lie. You ain't never gonna get the truth out of her. When she cook your food, she gonna have cook your food. My father taught me that. And a lot of that is so true. You know, that I had to get away from all of that. Because I realized as long as I hung around people and those type of females, it wasn't really gonna get anywhere. It wasn't gonna find true happiness. And, you know, take a real good look at what I've created and how far I came and where I'm trying to go. And a lot of these people, you can't take them with you, man. You can't take these people with you. You have to leave them alone. You definitely gonna have to leave them alone. You gonna have to make a decision what's more important to you. You know, your career or just trying to be popular in the hood with people that can't take you nowhere. And a lot of them don't really like you anyway. They fake. A lot of people jealous, man. I, I dealt with a lot of jealousy. A lot of people ask me, how do you deal with it? I said, I don't. I don't tolerate it. Even if I think that you hating on me, I get you up out of my equation fast. I cut off all your foreign aid. All your foreign aid gets cut off. Conversation, the possibility of hanging out with you, the possibility of trying to help you in any way I can. Nah, you got to go. You got to go, homie, because uh, you are the devil, you know. And like I said, the weed was the first thing to go. Once I left the weed alone, you know, then I started realizing many times in the studio, many times on the road, I'm like, damn, if I can just leave this alcohol alone and it's cocaine. The cocaine, that, that, that was next. That was next. And once I conquered that, I still was drinking. So I still had a problem. I was drinking. You know what I mean? And I had to get the alcohol you know, when I got sick and had to go to the hospital and they told me how sick I was, that was the next step when the doctors came after the surgery and told me we got good news and we got bad news. The good news is the surgery was a success, but the bad news is you can't drink no more. I was devastated. I was devastated because I was so used to drinking, you know, and having beer and gin and stuff. I figured it was going to be hard, but it wasn't hard. That was the third device that I got rid of. That was the third vice. And the chicken heads came next, you know. Chicken heads, the groupies and all of that. You know, sometimes, you know, still meet cool chicks on the road or, you know, chicks that know who you are, know what you do. You know, some of them are cool. All of them are not bad. But like I said, you got to put your career first, man. I've seen too many people. I ain't going to say no name. They put the girl, these... And, and all that other stuff first. So I have to move away from them too. I have to. You know. Coming up next. We got some Black Pearl Mafia for y'all. And this one is titled. Dear Jane. We wrote this. This is based on a true story. You know what I mean. You heard it first. Right here. With Black Pearl Vice Talk Radio. 
your number one gangster station in the podcast nation. I will now play the last will and testament of Houston Pick Power. Yes. To my wife, I leave half of all my earnings, which is half of nothing, you greedy bitch. As a couple, but we parted it fit Then Jane, can you tell me why you want bitches lie? And tell good man down to ashes just because he's your guy Then Jane, I wrote this letter to fuck with your head We tried to make it as a couple, but we parted it fit Then Jane, can you tell me why you want bitches lie? And tell good man down to ashes just because he's your guy Then Jane is right this letter as I sit in my room I hate your guts don't let me see that bitch soon Cause it will dig up our past And my info a blast I had a feeling that this booty call Was not gonna last I really trusted you I busted you on sight with your ex You're fucking me You're fucking him Now tell me who the fuck they From knowing you And your thing you let me sit back and guess That's why I hop between your legs And you won't give it no rest Then Jane I despise your formality And your stupid blatant sense of reality I had to write your ass to letter To show how I feel About your sneaking and the creeping Making backroom deals Remember me and you against the world? Yeah. Remember when we had a dude, no girl? Uh-huh. Remember when we's Bonnie Clyde? Remember when you told me you was ride or die? Yeah. I'm in front of judges, you my co-defendant. Uh-huh. Beat the rap, then we on our knees taking penance. Yeah. You'd rather be together in this world alive. You'd rather suicide than to do whatever. So I'm sitting here counting days yeah. Watching my lifetime fade away yeah. You living life while I'm going gray I heard your kids look like the dude who tried to take my face God. I hope you got this letter I hope you got this letter Time you get this letter, I'm going like some smoke. I got the left ass, now you see it ain't no joke. Dear Jane, I will explain the pleasure and pain. In a late time, star, you inflict on my brain. So many heartbreaks, disappointments that you left me vexed. Now you're wondering why that you are my ex. I should have seen this shit coming and prepared for the worst. You double closely into prison, evil bitch, you were cursed. Now I'm sitting here, stressing with a pen in my hand. Thinking how you got the glory being with your new band. I have to keep on asking, hating you with a passion. You're locked to me, you're so from me, where were your stash in my cold cash money, maturity and fame, hard times and petty crimes, it's all that she brings. I hope you got this letter, 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 I hope you got this letter. 
I hope you got this letter. Fuck you. I hope you got this letter. I hope you got this letter. Get in prison. I hope you got this letter. Right on. Black Pro Vice Talk Radio. That was Dear Jane. Taken from the Black Pro Mafia album. Um, you know the album, um, Reflections of the Ghetto. I'm sorry. Yeah, taken from the album, Reflections of the Ghetto. Damn, I don't even know. I got so many damn songs. I forget which albums they on. Um, featuring Doug Simpson, you know, from the Aqua League. Iron Horse Music Group, you know. Doug, he got down on the track. He liked it, the, the sounds. And, um, you know. He did the track too. Yeah, Doug did the track. Doug did the track for it. And, um, he liked what we did, and we we went in. It's based on a true story, though. This is true. You know, when I was in prison, I was on lockdown, and um, you know, the lady that I had the baby with, man, she started acting. They all do it when you take a fall. Most of them they run. They don't stand by you, you know. And I was angry. I wrote this when I was in prison, when I was serving my time and shit, you know. From a felonious assault, but um, I wrote this, and when I got out, not even recorded right away. When the opportunity came years later, I had this song stash. I had a lot of stuff stashed, and when we hooked up with um, Doug Simpson and the Aqua League, you know, I started going over there, you know, buying studio time from him, and I pulled some of this stuff up out of the archives, and I went in, I went in and recorded it, man. I think it was a very good song, man. It's a message in it, too. You know what I mean? It's a message. But that was um, Black Pro Mafia's Dear Jane featuring Doug Simpson from the Aqua League. You know? And like I said, it, it, it's a lot of shit going on. We, you know, a lot of MCs, you know, um, I, I survived the drought. You know what I mean? A lot, of, a lot of them went to jail, you know, lost their careers, lost their wives and their kids. And I was out there doing work. I was putting in work too, man. Like I said, though, but hip-hop saved my life because I was so dedicated to the craft of emceeing and you no know, dealing with other MCs and moving around, traveling, going out of town on the Greyhound, you know, going down to put in work and shoot videos and stuff in other states. I looked back at my career and I saw how far I came and how much I, was, I really accomplished for independent artists, you know. I really got to move around and then I learned the in-house production game. I learned how to do my own shit to stop having to pay people all the time. Because a lot of these motherfuckers, they greedy for money, man. They are. They, they be greedy for money, man. They, they charge you something and then they change up their game and talk about, oh, well, we, know, we charge this now, we charge... Nah, dude. I learned how to write, produce, and direct my own music videos. And I got a good editor, my man Easy Al. From um, Easy Al, that's my partner, you know, a.k.a. Video Productions. He edits all my videos now because, like I said, if I can master editing, I, you know, I ain't gonna say I'm gonna cut my boy off, but I don't know, man. Editing is not easy, man. That's one thing I didn't I didn't master yet. But you know, graphic designs, writing, producing, directing, shooting my own videos, setting up the scenes, and all of that. In-house production, everything we do is in-house in-house production. Now. It's no more having to pay everybody because these people in this industry are very greedy for money. A lot of them act like they cool with you, but my theory is this. I'm not going to let you get rich off of me. I'm just not. 
It's better for me to master it and do it myself and do it better than you. You know, a lot of them got mad, you know, when they see me on um on Facebook and all of that because they see that I don't need them. I'll let welfare feed them because you got too greedy. Greed is the cause of a man's downfall. No man, no one man can have it all. You remember that. So a lot of you cast that editing for me or, you know, I don't need you to shoot my videos. Why should I pay you when I can do it myself? You see what I'm saying? Hip-hop saved my life, but it also helped me elevate my game. When I had to move up. Some dudes never move up. They just stay on one plateau all their life. You know, waiting for somebody to put them on and all that. I'm not waiting for nobody to put me on. I put myself on. Fuck that. You know? I'm not waiting for nobody to put me on. Because you sit there waiting for somebody to put you on, you never get nowhere in this game. Trust me. So... Take my advice, you know, if you want to move up, you got to step your game up. As simple as that. If you want to move up, you got to step your game up. Because if not, then your career is really not going to go anywhere. And nobody's really going to try to help you because everybody's greedy for money. Gimme, 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 gimme. You know, so like I said, um, I think I made a lot of progress because I learned how to do a lot of things on my own. But I don't have to look lie on nobody. So just for editing. You know, on my own wardrobe consultant, uh, graphic man, you know. Uh, and like I said, I wear a lot of hats. I got Black Pearl Trash Talk TV, Worldwide LTD. I got Black Pearl Vice Talk Radio, you know. Got the Hustle Game. Me and my man, Easy Al, we got the Hustle Game, movie franchise. I mean, you gotta, you gotta move, if you wanna move up, you gotta step your game up, bro. That's all I'm trying to say, man. I ain't trying to take nothing away from nobody. But I was out there doing my thing. I was learning, you know. I was keeping a clean, sharp eye open for a lot of things that I saw. People that had skills, more skills than me. I learned from them. I took it and I ran with it, you know. Yeah, I took it and I ran with it. So, you know, look at me now. You know, I tell a lot of people, how the hell, how the fuck you like me now? Because, you know, a lot of motherfuckers be jealous. I had to fall out with quite a few people. I don't care because I'm not going to fuck with them no more. And I hope they hear this recording because you threw. You threw here. Like my man Wiz said, you threw the first rock. Now I'm going to leave you in a state of shock because you picked the beef with the wrong cat, bro. You picked the beef with the wrong cat that you cannot win. You're jealous of me. You're envious of me because I dress good. I outdress you. I outshine you. Rhyme better than you. And I got more skills than you. That's why I left you alone, bro. It's time to leave you alone because I couldn't put up with the bitch-made shit you kept doing. You know, I saw a lot of fucking bitch-made shit I didn't like. A lot of, lot of haters. You know, it comes with the territory. But hip-hop still saved my life. And it also opened my eyes and broadened my horizon on who was really riding with me and who was secretly envious of me. You'd be surprised in this business. There's a lot of people that's going to be secretly envious of you. Watch. The eyes don't deceive. The heart deceives. When you see something and a nigga moving in a funny way, like he get around his own people and all that, start acting funny, that's who he really is. And that's all I want to see. Once I get your, once I get a line on you, I know how to treat you. You'll never get that love you once got for me. So, you know, I'm just telling a lot of other MCs that's probably going through the same thing I'm going through. Watch, listen, and learn. Elevate your game because it's all about mind elevation. Mind elevation will take you away from all these fake people, you know, all these haters. They, 
they, they ain't gonna do nothing, man. They just gonna sit back, man. They ain't gonna strike a match in a blackout. They ain't gonna throw Chinese rice at a Japanese wedding. They just gonna sit back and hate, hate, hate and envy you. That's all they gonna do. You know? You gotta go around people like that because they foolish, man. They very foolish people. The Bible speaks on foolish people. I'm not gonna preach, but I'm just telling you, the Bible speaks on foolish people, man. You gotta leave them alone. You gotta get them out your equation, and you gotta keep them out your equation because they'll stop at nothing to try to tear you down with their jealousy. They mad because you doing your thing, you know? They can't do what you do, you know? That's what they mad about. They can't dress, they can't dress like you. They can't walk the walk and talk the talk like you. So this is why I keep telling you hip-hop saved my life. It really did. Taught me a lot about people and fake people and how to stay away from them and how to move, you know? Move means dealing with the right people, having the right people around me. You don't need a big posse around you. You got to have certain individuals that want to see you win. And everything they can do for you is powerful. So, you know, it's all good. I just keep it real, you know. Like I said, hip-hop saved my life. It took me away from drugs. Took me away from alcohol, you know. Took me away from a, a certain equation of people. Wicked people, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, though, you know. We just got to keep moving, man. Got to keep moving. But anyway, coming up next, we got some iced tea for y'all. You know what I'm saying? And this one is a classic. This is the Gang Bang Classic right here. It's called Colors. Y'all heard it first right here on Black Pearl Vice Talk Radio. The number one gangster station in the podcast nation. They got the Indians doing the Watusi on the plantations all across North America. You know? This is a classic right here, too. I love this because um, Ice-T really put it down. Nothing but respect for him. Nothing but the most admiration and respect for the dude. Dude real talented, man. You know? Colors. You heard it first right here on Black Pro Vice Talk Radio. Yo, let's do this. Psychopath talking, king of my jungle, just a gangster stalking, living life like a firecracker, quick as my fuse. Been dead as a death, back the colors I choose. Red or blue, cause of blood, it just don't matter. Sucker died for your life when my shotgun scatters. Colors, the gangs of LA would never die. Just multiply colors. Colors, Show persistence, any problem I got, I just put my fist in. Cut. My life is violent, the violence is life. Peace is a dream, reality is a night. My colors, my honor, my colors, my all. With my colors upon me, one soldier stands tall. Tell me, what have you left me? What have I got? Last night in cold blood, my young brother got shot. My homeboy got jacked. 
mother's on crack My sister can't work cause her arms show tracks Madness, insanity, living profanity Then some punk claiming they're understanding me Give me a break, what world do you live in? Death is my set, guess my religion Come, 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 Suckers there, but I don't care My game ain't knowledge, my game's fear I've no remorse, so squares beware But my true mission is just revenge You ain't my set, you ain't my friend Wear the wrong color, your life could end Homicide's my favorite binge color So I'll just walk like a giant, police defiant You'll say to stop, but I'll say that I can't My gang, my family, it's all that I have I'm a star on the walls, my autograph You don't like it, so you know where you can go Plus the streets on my stage, and tears my show Psychoanalyze, try diagnosing me Why? It wasn't your brother to brutally die But it wasn't mine, so let me define My territory don't cross the line Don't try to act crazy, cause that shit don't faze me If you ran like a punk, it wouldn't amaze me Cause my color's death, though we all want Want peace, but our war won't end till all war is seen. Come, 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 Soundtrack colors, Ice T. That that's a classic right there, dude. They they still bump that man, California. They still bump that all over, man. You know, I got the movie. I was watching the movie the other night, man. The soundtrack was dynamic. Uh, Rick James, uh, Roxanne Shantae, MC Shan. You know, but this was the lead song though. This song right here, Colors, was the lead song though, man. This this really helped sell the um. The compilation, the compilation was cool. All of them came tight, though. I'm not going to take nothing away from MC Shan or Roxanne Shantae or none of them. But um, this this one, this song right here was the lead song right here, Colors, man, you know. Now, like I said, um, hip-hop saved a lot of other artists' lives, too. Ice-T, he ran in the gang, you know. He was running around in the gang way before he got his career off the ground, you know. And he got he got that uh, he got that Break for Breaking movie. I saw him in Breaking. I said, that dude's going to be a star. <laughs> I was right though. I was right. Dude had talent, man. 
and he showcased his talent. He took it and he ran with it, you know. He ran with it, you know. Um, all praises due to um Africa Islam and Ice T, cause that's a classic album, man. Colors, it's a classic album, man. You know, hip hop saved a lot of artists' lives. Like I said, it definitely saved my life, cause here I am down and dirty right now doing my thing and shit, you know. Still rocking, you know, still putting out music, you know, got the Black Pro Trash Talk TV, you know, we got the Black Pro Vice Talk Radio, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep excelling and elevating, man, you know, the mind is a powerful thing, you know, but it's sad when you waste your time and you waste your intellect on foolish people worrying about what they think, you know, they ain't gonna do shit, they ain't gonna strike a fucking match in a blackout, like I said, they ain't gonna throw Chinese right at a Japanese, but you got to stay focused. As an artist, you have to be careful who you deal with, and you got to know how to move, you know? You got to set yourself, you got to set a foundation for yourself, the way you carry yourself, the way you dress, the things you believe in, the people you fool with, the type of women you date. You got to, you got to, it's like grooming, you know? Motown used to do that for their artists, man. That's what Motown did back in the days, you know? Helped a lot of their artists get on their feet and put them out there where they can shine the way they're supposed to shine, you know? But, you know, like I said, music, music ain't for everybody, man. You know? I even got some videos up on TikTok and stuff. They didn't have none of this stuff when I first started, you know, when I got out there. It's a lot of lot of um entities and a lot of open platforms for um entertainers now, you know what I mean? It's all up to you, man, how far you want to take it and how enthusiastic you are about your um your craft. But you got to leave a lot of people alone, man. You're not going to make it as long as you run around with foolish people, man. You know, I seen a lot of people starting in the business when I first came up. They gone now. I mean, if they still alive, you know, they not really doing nothing, man. You know, somebody had told me one day I was at a barbecue. They were saying something about, yeah, we used to watch you in the schoolyard doing your thing and stuff. But now look at us. You made one record, dude. They ain't really even going nowhere. What is you talking about? For you to even sit there and say some shit like that. You already showed me you was jealous of me. That's why I cut your father's name. I took you off my page, too. You know who you are. I ain't got to say your name because I don't give out no free fame. Fame is something that you got to earn. You know, when you see motherfuckers acting like that, you got to move them out your equation. Because they deadly. A deadly, a jealous motherfucker is a deadly motherfucker. You got to remember that. My father taught me that, you know. So I already know how to move and not to get people like that out of my equation, man. You're not going to be up under me. You know, friendships. 30 years, 40 year friendships were broken because of this hip hop shit. Because niggas get jealous of you, man. You gotta, you gotta know how to move, man. Can't have motherfuckers up under you, man, with that hate and shit, man. That's evil. They devilish, man. But like I said, they ain't gonna strike a match in a blackout. They ain't gonna throw Chinese rice at a Japanese wedding. You just gotta stay focused and you gotta keep moving, moving straight ahead, man. And do what you do, bro. Do what you do. Don't look back because something might be gaining on you. You know? Stay focused and shit. Keep yourself looking good. Keep some money in your pocket. The hoes gonna come. That shit come with the territory. A lot of people don't understand that though. Because like I said, man, they they weak. They very weak-minded people, man. When you get up in the morning and do the devil's assignments, watch it. <laughs> watch it. Because that shit might come back to bite you in your ass. All that shit you think you're doing. That shit will come back and bite you in your fucking ass. Trust me. But it was a good show, man. I mean, we really put it down today, man. I like to thank... Uh, oh, yeah. Gotta give a shout-out to Queen Ultra from 180th Street section of the Bronx. 
Gotta give a shout out to my man Seth G for the Ultramagnetic MCs. Gotta show you some love too, man, because um, you a good dude. You smart too. I like smart people. I like being around people that got brains, man. I like being around stupid people, man. They foolish. You can't learn nothing from them but not to be like them, you know? Also gotta give a shout out to um Triple Beam. Gotta give a shout out to Young Murder Squad, you know? Funk Master Wiz, you already know what it is. Queenie, you know, we don't never forget about you. Can't forget about you. Thank you for the um, wisdom and the understanding and the knowledge, you know, and for all the good meals you cooked. <laughs> you can cook. That woman can cook. Shouts go out to Queenie, man, you know. Wherever you are, this one is definitely for you, you know. But we definitely going to come back with um, installment 19, episode 19. Um, the season is getting ready to end soon, you know, but we're not rushing it, you know. Then we're going to go to season three. And, you know, we're going to take it from the top all over again. We're going to come back bigger, better, and stronger than ever. Because Black Pro Vice Talk Radio, like I said, the number one gangster station in the podcast nation. And got the Indians doing the Watusi on the plantations all across North America. Nobody plays the shit that we play because they're not enlightened like we are on what's good music and what's garbage. You know, some motherfuckers just try to, like, impress people and make people think that they fit into their equation by playing the kind of corny shit that they know the people gonna cater to them. I don't care about that, man. I refuse to play garbage music, man. That's why we had to get our own station, dude. We had to get our own station because unlike a lot of the shit I was hearing, you know, everybody got podcast stations, but they don't got one like this. You know, they don't and they never will because I hear music with my ears, you know what I'm saying? I can't read the charts and stuff like notes, but I music with my ear, I was gifted. I can listen to shit, no good shit when I hear it. And I know garbage when I hear it, you know what I'm saying? At Black Pro Vice Talk Radio, you know, we gonna keep on coming with the gangster hits, you know? Well, it's been a good show, man, you know? We got the live show coming soon. Um, the Tricky Nicky Files is coming, you know? We also gonna have Jay Funkadelic on the show. We're going to do a live show. Um, we're going to record live from the amphitheater. Hopefully the weather will be warm this weekend and we can try to get that off the ground. And get the Nikki, the tricky Nikki files is definitely coming, though. Y'all going to be dying. I might have y'all dying, you know. But um, this is Mr. Wonderful, head anchor for Black Pro Vice Talk Radio. I'm signing off. Good night.